0: That's the ending of our new story. Remember, he reversed it. The ending comes before our new beginning. And that's why we're here this morning, not because there's just an ending, but because there's a new beginning through Jesus Christ. And so we're going to take a look at this, this new beginning, this rewrite from death to life. From not just it is finished, but I am alive, Jesus said. So take a look at John chapter 20. John chapter 20 describes the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And and what's amazing is that we see that the first person to get to see Jesus alive is a woman named Mary Magdalene. We see that she's looking in the garden for Jesus. She had told some of the disciples and, and Peter and probably John were there running and they couldn't find him. And yet Jesus shows up to Mary Magdalene. And we see that Jesus later on, he, he shows up in the room where the disciples are gathered and he says, shalom, peace be to you. Check it out, guys. I'm here and I'm alive. But as the disciples see, there's just one disciple missing. And some of you know who this disciple is. His name is Thomas. And he's received the title, perhaps unfairly throughout church history, as Doubting Thomas. And we come to John chapter 20. Verses 24 through 28 says this, Now Thomas, one of the twelve called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciple told him, We've seen the Lord. But he said to him, Unless I see in the hands the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Doubting Thomas. I've got to see it to believe it. In my opinion, Thomas is saying, nails, nail in the coffin is what I see. He was dead. I I can never believe such an outrageous thing could happen. Such a supernatural thing could happen. I have to see it. I have to feel it. I have to touch it to believe it. I don't believe that it happened. Verse 26, eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas this time was with them. Although the doors were locked, you see, friends, Jesus isn't bound by locked doors. Amen? Amen. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Shalom, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Thomas, come over here, my friend. Come over here. Put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas, I love Thomas' response. What does he say? Thomas answered, my Lord and My God, my Lord and my God. You see, Thomas was, he was a doubter. He was a one that struggled with his faith. Some of you may be here today struggling with your faith. Some of you may be here today doubting. You're not quite sure. Do I really believe this stuff? that Christianity seems to proclaim and, and hold to. You see, friends, there's all kinds of things that we believe in Christianity, about morality, that we believe about the future, that we believe about the past, but I wanna let you know the most fundamental truth. If you wanna know, if you could boil down Christianity to one thing, what is it? What is it? It's this, our Savior died on a cross and has risen from the dead. And this is, this is verifiable. Here Jesus is and he says, Thomas, I am here. Come, you asked to put your hands on my hands in the nail marks. You asked to take your hand and put it in my side. Come here. But is that what Thomas had to do? I love it. He said, I saw. We have no indication that he actually did it. But Thomas, all he needed to do was see and hear the risen Lord. And he gets down on his knees and he declares, my Lord and my God. I can imagine him just bowing down in worship. What a confession. This risen Lord, this one that I saw die, this one that I walked with for years, I thought he was gone. I thought the nail was in the coffin, but now I see the nail marks in his hands and I declare, my Lord and my God. That's the response to those who have seen and know that Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive you see, Thomas should have known this. All throughout John's gospel, we see John speaking about the fact that Jesus is the life. In fact, we see in John chapter 1, verse 4, the opening verses of this gospel. It says this, in him being Jesus, the word was life, and the life was the light of men. John fourteen six, Jesus says, I'm the way and the truth and the what? The life. John 10.10, Jesus says, I know my sheep, and I've come that they may have life, and they may have it to the fullest extent, that they may have life and have it abundantly. I'm not just coming, Jesus says, to give them a new ending. I've come to to totally reverse and rewrite their stories so that they may have life to the fullest, and Jesus says, this is what this life is like in John 17.3 as he's praying, This is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you've sent. Jesus is our Lord of life, our Lord of life. Think about all the death that surrounds us, all the brokenness, all the pain, all the heartache, the cancer, the crime the conflict, all that we have in our life, Jesus has come so that you and I could have a new beginning, so that we may have life and have it to the fullest. I I loved sharing breakfast out here this morning with all of you. Now, I I love breakfast, as you could probably tell, but what I loved about this was here we are, the people of God, celebrating on this Easter morning that our stories have been rewritten, that we've not just got a new ending, that it's finished, but we've got a new beginning, that our Lord is alive. Jesus is the Lord of life, passing through death to rewrite the story. He is alive and he is the life. But today I wanna invite you. This is the, the, the new story for God's people. But there's something that has to happen in our hearts. You see, something happened in Thomas's heart. There he was uh, disbelieving. And, and what did Jesus say? He said, Thomas, no longer be unbelieving or disbelieving, but believe. Believe. You see, the, the, re, the rewriting of our story isn't just from death to life. It's not just a new ending so we could have a new beginning, but it's also a rewriting of our story to go from disbelief to belief, from disbelief or unbelief to belief. And this is how John gives us the whole summation, the whole summary, the the conclusion really to all this story. What is it that, that we need to know about this new story that Jesus has accomplished for us? A new ending and a new beginning. It's this, in John chapter 20, verses 29 to 31, Jesus said to Thomas, have you believed because you've seen me? Now, it was right for Thomas to believe, but he says, have you believed because you've seen me? Let me tell you about somebody, Thomas, that's even more blessed than you. Blessed are those who've not seen and yet have believed. That's me. That's you if you are in Christ today. We are blessed people because we believe by faith in this risen Savior, Jesus Christ, this risen Lord. And it may seem like a leap of faith, but I want to tell you, friends, it's verifiable. We have this Savior and Lord. He appeared to Thomas. He appeared to the disciples. He first appeared to Mary Magdalene. We know from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters all at the same time. It is verifiable. We believe this truth. So I wanna ask you today, the rewriting of your story, will you take that step if you've never done that before to go from disbelief or unbelief to belief? And John goes on to write in John 20, verses 30 to 31. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples which are not written in this book, but these culminating in the resurrection of Jesus. These are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the King, the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Today, friend, and I know there may be some of you here that are visiting with a friend. Maybe you're visiting Fairfax Bible Church for the very first time. We wanna ask you, has your story been turned upside down? Or is it still ending in death? Jesus has come to to reverse and to rewrite your story. But what must also be rewritten is the condition of your heart today, to go from disbelief to belief. Will you believe today in this new story, this one who is the way, the truth, and the life, the one who's come to give us, you and me, life, and to give it to the fullest, to give it abundantly. This is our new story. It starts with a new ending. It starts with a new ending from we are finished to it is finished. And this is our new beginning going from death to life because Jesus conquered the grave and emerged victoriously from that tomb. This is our new story for those who have believed. But this gospel story that reversed and rewrote our stories, it also does this. It reorients our entire lives. It reorients our entire lives. Our lives that were once me-centered, leading to death, are now Jesus Christ-centered, which leads to life. If you are a believer today, your entire story has been reoriented in Jesus' story. You know, often we think, well, maybe I'll add a little God to my life. Maybe I'll add him a little bit to my story. Oh no, friends, no, you must know today that when we receive Jesus, we emerge into his story, a total reorientation from being us-centered to being him-centered. That's what it means to live this new story. And I want to close with this, a story that that I want to share with you. Just last Sunday, one week ago from, uh, one week ago today, uh, in a little church, a little Baptist church in the San Francisco Bay Area, I I was invited to come and preach on the behalf of a friend and pastor of mine. Now, just on March 26th, what is that, three weeks ago perhaps, two to three weeks ago? he woke up with some pain in his abdomen and he, he didn't know what the source of it was, but it was so severe he was taken to the emergency room and his life changed. He was diagnosed with cancer. And as they did the, the scans on his body, they found that the, the cancer was not just in his abdomen, it's, it's all over his body. It's very aggressive, it's very lethal. And as I, I heard this news, my heart broke for my friend, for this pastor of a little church, half the size of Fairfax Bible Church, just a a little Baptist church in the San Francisco Bay Area. And my heart broke for him. And I reached out to him because he was beginning chemotherapy. Uh, He's probably got about a year to 18 months to live, even with treatment. He's got two sons, a a teen son and and, and, and a younger son. He's got a wife and a church that he's leaving behind that that he very likely could leave behind if it's not for a miracle of God to heal his body. And I'm thinking to myself, What's what's this story? It's so sad. It's so heartbreaking. And as I showed up to this church, I didn't know what to expect last Sunday. But I was so encouraged as I saw a man who was living a new story. A new man that a man that understood that his story wasn't I'm finished, but a story that said I have hope in God because it is finished. I, I saw a man that said, Psalm 16:8 has been their theme verse for their church the entire year so far. We shall not be shaken. What a great verse, right? I mean, it's almost prophetic in the sense that, they, that God knew that they needed this verse to wrap their arms around for this season of life, and they have a new story. And so I saw pain, I saw hurt, I saw sorrow, but in the midst of all that, I saw peace, I saw hope, I saw love. I saw joy from this pastor as he led his church and said, we believe that Jesus is alive and death cannot touch us. This cancer, it's not the nail in the coffin for him because he knows the one who has the nails in his hands and in his side. He knows the one that has passed from death to life. He knows the one that has already rewritten his ending so that he can have a new beginning in Jesus Christ." Without Easter, cancer's the nail in the coffin. For unless I see, unless I touch, but his story, my friend's story, has been turned upside down already. Not because of cancer, but because Jesus is alive. He knows the one who is the light. He knows the one who's the way and the truth and the life. And the one who's given him abundant life. And to watch him sing in pain and in weakness and to watch a church sing joyful songs in the midst of their hurt for their pastor. It was a testimony to me that I wanted to share with you today that our stories have been turned upside down. Maybe you're going through a similar conflict today. It may not be cancer. Maybe it's the heartache of of, of broken relationships, of uncertainty about your job, your futures of this world that we live in. We've got a new story, a new story that's been reversed and rewritten through what Jesus has done. I love the the song by Fanny Crosby. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, bought with his blood. And I love the chorus, this is my story. This is my song, praising my savior all the day long. Is this your story today? Is this our story as Fairfax Bible Church that we could sing it here today and leave in just a few minutes to go out into our community and say, this is our story. A new ending so that I can have a new beginning in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And what I'm so excited about in just a few moments, we're gonna see some people that are gonna get baptized to declare this is my story. I've received Jesus Christ, he's given me a new ending, it's finished so that I can move from death to life. For Blake, for Emery, for Cody, for Lynn and Casey, this is their new story and as they go into that water today, it is a symbol that they have a new ending, that they've been plunged into death with Christ, that it's finished and they have emerged victoriously and death could never touch them again because of the new life that Jesus has given them. This is our story. This is our song, praising our Savior all the day long. Is this your story? Is this your song? Do you believe? I hope you do. Believe today, friend. Call upon his name, and this could become your story. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you that you have sent your son, Jesus, and according to your plan, you have rewritten our stories. We are no longer finished. It is finished. We have moved from death to life. And and even a cancer diagnosis cannot touch our hope, our joy, our praise, our inheritance. Because Jesus emerged victoriously from the grave. And so we with Thomas, though we do not see, we with Thomas declare our Lord and our God. King Jesus, the crucified and risen one. Thank you so much for this good news. Father, if there's someone here today that has never placed their faith in Jesus Christ and has never rewritten their story from disbelief to belief, oh, would you do a work in their hearts that they may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the King, the Son of God, and that by believing, they may have life in his name. Thank you for the life. Thank you for the story that you've given to us this Easter, in Jesus' name.